Pelvic Pain Home Treatment Program for pelvic floor dysfunction, prostatitis, CPPS, pudendal neuralgia, levator ani syndrome, and chronic pelvic pain using the Wise-Anderson Protocol. Dr. Wise is the co-author of A Headache in the Pelvis with Rodney Anderson, MD, Professor Emeritus at Stanford University, and is a co-developer of the Wise-Anderson Protocol for Pelvic Floor Pain. A Headache in the Pelvis was published in 2018 by Penguin Random House Harmony Publishers. Pelvic pain robs one's quality of life. I know this. I lived with it for over 20 years, and I tried everything I could to no avail until I gratefully found a way to stop my symptoms. The method I used to resolve my symptoms became the basis of the protocol that Dr. Rodney Anderson and I first developed at Stanford over an eight-year period beginning in the 1990s. My colleagues and I then began treating it in a private clinic setting, training patients in the self-treatment protocol we first developed at Stanford. Overall, we have trained patients in this protocol for the past 27 years, helping the majority of our patients reduce or resolve their symptoms. Our protocol isn't easy and it isn't quick, but it is a way that helps the majority of our patients to genuinely help themselves to reduce or resolve their symptoms. If you are watching this video, you or someone you care about is probably suffering from pelvic floor-related pain. You probably know how nothing you or your friend has done has helped very much, if at all. You know how this disorder has deeply disturbed the quality of life. If you are suffering from pelvic floor-related pain, you know how nothing in conventional medicine has resolved this problem. Most people, whatever their title or level of prestige, are not able to help and really don't understand what's going on with pelvic pain. You may worry that this problem might never go away. You probably often feel helpless around it. You probably see nothing of help on the horizon. I say all of this because I lived with this condition for a long time, as I have mentioned. I know this inner space of feeling helpless and not knowing where to turn, and that scared me more than anything. Before I describe our home program, I want to talk about how this program came about. For the last 27 years, we have been treating this problem with our patients with the protocol we first developed at Stanford and then have used it continuously in a private clinical setting. I'm amazed how little has changed in the conventional treatment of pelvic pain over this time. Pelvic floor pain we treat is essentially invisible. When you are tested, no pathology is found. You can't see it on imaging. There are no objective tests for it. And most doctors have little interest in it. If you didn't say something was wrong, very few people in your life would know you were suffering. Doctors tend to focus on evaluating and treating the organs involved in the pelvic region. Such thinking is a major error, in my view, and is bound to fail. 
it is clear to us that the problem of pelvic pain in people we have treated over the years has to do with the muscles of the pelvis, not the organs. It's not an infection, edema, inflammation, cancer, or some serious physical malady. It's a stress-related chronic protective muscle guarding response resulting in irritated pelvic muscles that don't relax back to normal. Chronic anxiety, grief, anger, and emotional upset, which you may feel so continuously it feels normal, causes a kind of ongoing pelvic charley horse, a chronic contraction of the muscles of the pelvis in response to years-long yet not obvious emotional stress. Often, though not always, an intense period of stress can trigger pain and symptoms that morph into a chronic condition of pain and dysfunction. Pelvic floor dysfunction is a disorder in which the pain and sensations of the disorder can be referred from a place remote from the actual site of the problem. But again, an outside person can't see this. The sufferer typically doesn't know this either. Because you can't see it, if you are a professional, you have to project a concept on the person who has this problem and then treat your concept of the problem. If the concept of the problem is wrong, the treatment generally is a waste of time. Again, I know this from many years of experience, both as a patient and as a healthcare provider. It is very hard for anyone to understand pelvic symptoms unless you have had them, and especially if you haven't found a way to stop them, you are guessing, going to school on someone with this condition or using methods you have been taught that offer limited help. There are five or six different names given to this disorder, names like pelvic floor dysfunction, prostatitis, pudendal neuralgia, chronic pelvic pain syndrome, pelvic floor hypertonia, elevator ani syndrome, and others. All of these names, in my view, are limited and often represent the misunderstanding of the problem. In my view, these diagnostic terms all refer to the same disorder. Of all the names, pelvic floor dysfunction is probably the most benign and the most useful. I've discussed all of this in many podcasts, videos, blogs, and with my colleagues in numerous published studies. We have gone into great detail in the book, A Headache in the Pelvis, that I co-authored with my colleague, Professor Rodney Anderson. Muscle-based pelvic pain is ultimately a stress disorder, a psychoneuromuscular problem in which the muscles in and around the pelvic floor are chronically contracted and intimately tied to someone's nervous system and relationship to chronic worry and emotions. The interaction of the mind and body leaves the pelvic floor sore, guarded, irritated, and tightened. This chronic pelvic state results in tissue irritability that never has a chance to fully heal up and return to a normal baseline. Pelvic floor-related pain is a problem that shows up in different ways. It can go on 24-7, come and go, wax and wane. And typically, sufferers feel helpless about stopping their discomfort. 
the simple normal functions like voiding, defecation, sexual intimacy, sitting, and the normal stresses of life keep pelvic pain going in a self-feeding cycle. Conventional medicine has little to offer it. Drugs, surgery, procedures, and even simple weekly physical therapy, even when done competently, offers little or at best short-term relief. Pelvic floor physical therapy is important in the resolution of pelvic floor-related pain, but by itself is a temporary measure unless the resultant loosened pelvic tissue is regularly put in an environment in which it can heal. When it is done competently, internally, external trigger points in the gluteal adductor quadratus lumborum, hamstrings, iliopsoas, and abdominal muscles must also be evaluated and treated when tender. But even the most well-executed physical therapy offers temporary relief at best, in my experience. In current conventional treatment, it is rarely done enough times weekly. We generally ask patients to do internal trigger point release every other day for often a year or more, and without changing the default aroused nervous system habit of tightening up the pelvis under stress, physical therapy intervention fades. Healing the sore, irritated pelvic tissue is not a small thing to do. It is a big deal. And doing this, in our view, requires at least two hours a day for a long time until symptoms significantly reduce. When the sore internal tissue heals up, internal treatment isn't necessary in our protocol. Up until the arrival of COVID, we only saw patients in person. They had to come to California for our immersion retreat and spent days with us as we taught them how to treat themselves when they went home. We have trained patients in our protocol in in-person clinics continuously since 2003. For the first several months of COVID in 2020, we cut the number of people we saw in our clinics in half and were doing our very best with masks and air filters. We were able to show patients how to use our specialized devices, the internal trigger point wand, the trigger point genie, and how to do all the internal and external trigger point release and stretching, and how to do extended paradoxical relaxation, which are all central to our protocol, but it was not easy during the worst of COVID, our new home program. So, we saw the need to do a home program where people did not have to come to see us in person. We still consider our in-person immersion clinics in California our gold standard treatment and continue to hold them approximately every six weeks. For well over a year of COVID, however, we devoted ourselves to creating a home program that appropriate patients could do at home without coming to see us in our clinics in California. We now have our program available in a home self-treatment program consisting of careful step-by-step -step instructions using a 650-page manual with comprehensive illustrations and written words, videos, dozens of hours of relaxation lessons, and an exhaustive interactive website organized into a 60-day home program. 
it was a challenge to create this program and it took us over 3,500 hours to put it together. Our home program includes the physical self-treatment protocol as well as a home course in practicing our extended paradoxical relaxation aimed at reducing activity of an aroused nervous system. We have put into detail how you use the internal trigger point wand safely and effectively, the only FDA-approved device that allows patients to safely and effectively release internal spasm and trigger points. Extended paradoxical relaxation, the relaxation protocol which we have honed and published about over the years, is essential in treating pelvic floor pain and dysfunction. If anxiety and an aroused nervous system don't calm down, the muscles of the pelvis usually remain tightened and painful. The recorded course that is included in our home program includes recorded instructions every 30 seconds or so during training relaxation lessons that last one to three hours, which can be used for shorter sessions as well. We ask our patients to do extended paradoxical relaxation daily for one to three hours. Importantly, we have made available a way in which users of the home program can call us by phone for help with the devices central to our protocol when the written and illustrated material needs further clarification. Price and time commitment. For most pelvic pain patients, their pelvic pain is a silent, ongoing crisis. The words in the spiritual song, Nobody Knows the Trouble I've Seen, aptly describes the situation of most who suffer from pelvic pain. Up to now, there has been no real solution in the history of medicine for this disorder. Being able to reduce or stop pain and dysfunction in the pelvis is a major event in life. Most people who do our program have failed to resolve their problem with everything they've tried and somehow intuitively understand why we ask patients to do two hours plus a day of self-treatment for a year, more or less. The two plus hours a day of self-treatment is a very long period of time. While our protocol doesn't have to be done all at once each day, it is a lot to ask someone to close a door for a significant period of time every day and say, I need this time for myself to help heal what is hurting me. Such a time commitment is, however, understandable, given that it is a protocol which aims at releasing and changing an often lifelong habit of tightening the pelvic muscles. Coming to the clinic after the home program, we have made arrangements enabling someone who does our home program and then wishes to come to our clinic to have in-person instruction as well to only be charged the difference between the cost of the in-person program clinic and the cost of the home program. Our program is all about self-treatment. It's not about going to see someone to treat you. In our program, you become your own therapist. The success that we have published in our medical studies over many years is based on people's self-treatment after they came to our clinic. 
competence and self-treatment is particularly important because pelvic floor pain can disappear entirely and then return under periods of stress. When you are trained in how to treat yourself, you don't have to find help again and go through the nerve-wracking and often failed attempt to get help from others when you yourself have the tools and the skill to help yourself. All therapy, in our view, must be aimed at supporting the patient's self-treatment and ultimate independence from help from others to deal with this disorder. In my view, no one can stop the habitual way the pelvic pain sufferer tightens themselves, but the sufferer him or herself. Regular therapy with a professional can be done in conjunction with our home treatment program as long as it is supportive of the patient's self-treatment using our protocol. The only way to know the extent of symptom reduction resolution using our protocol in both the clinic and our home program format is to actually practice it. As long as initial symptoms are indicative of muscle-based pelvic pain and your doctor determines our devices are appropriate to prescribe them for you, most people with pelvic pain are good candidates for our program. In our view, the answer to pelvic floor pain is to bring the pelvis into a state of healing every day, freed from the chronic guarding that impedes its normal functioning. In our protocol, this is done both with pelvic floor physical therapy and relaxation practice. This must be done by the patient, him or herself. The purpose of doing all of this repetitively is to support the healing of the sore pelvic muscles every day. The reason that pelvic floor pain has never had a solution in the history of medicine is that releasing the inner core of the body of which the pelvic floor is central is a hugely ambitious and initially overwhelming task. How do you untighten the chronically tightened core of the body? With proper instruction, carefully designed tools, sufficient incentive, motivation, and patience, it's possible for many. If you have questions about our home program, you can call us at 707-332-1492. You can go to www.pelvicpainhelp.com, watch the many videos we have made, listen to the podcasts available on our website, read the peer-reviewed research that we have published in major medical journals, read stories from patients, and get the general idea of the nature of the program.